The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. 9.34 this Tuesday morning. Good to have your company this morning and uh, very good to have the company live in studio of award-winning architect, presenter of Home of the Year, a member of the editorial board of the RIAI House and Design magazine. It goes on and on. Amanda Bone, <laughs> welcome to studio. Nice to see you. It is lovely to see you. Do you know, if I can say I had a highlight of the pandemic, was actually meeting you and chatting to you <laughs> and being on the Late Late Show. <laughs> Well, that's a bizarre start to it. But, so, yeah, that was one of the late lates that was um, no audience, uh, very quiet. Uh, but the three judges, you guys came on. It was it was a lovely experience, actually. It was good fun. I was just delighted I didn't make an idiot of myself. <laughs> it's not possible. Do you know, I'm actually more nervous today than I was actually going on the Late Late Show. And I think mainly because I'm on my own, I don't have the two judges don't have to back me up. Okay, well, you have nothing to be nervous about. People will be surprised that you're nervous because you come across, certainly on the TV, as particularly confident and when you're making your judgments. So I wonder. Well, you see, on TV, if all else fails, I think you can stand there and smile. <laughs> I now have to be articulate this <laughs> morning or someone's going to pick me up in it. Well, did you have a nice weekend? I mean, are you are you ready for today? You know? I had an amazing weekend. Okay. And were you away or home? <laughs> no, I was working and I got through so much of my work that I actually felt usually relieved. I took yesterday off. Good. But that's the life of an architect. You're always working. <laughs> a lot of people might take a day off and declutter. Um, but what do you do if you have no clutter in your life? <laughs> well, actually, I do have clutter. <laughs> No, you don't. Have you seen Have you seen the scene in Friends where I think it's Chandler um, discovers his girlfriend's secret cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my defence, yeah. we have a small home. I have maximised storage. I've got flush storage, floor-to-ceiling storage, reset storage, storage people don't even know that exists. But we've one secret room that I let nobody into, not even my mother. <laughs> you open the door and it's just piled high. When I go in there, I simultaneously cry. <laughs> <laughs> and laugh if anybody sees this room. What is in there? Just stuff because I am a minimalist I, and, and I just, I, I have to be around cleanliness, just just no clutter. I mean, look at your desk. It's not bad. Uh, but yeah. no, How on. can you I'm work not, with I'm that quite good. Oh, no, I, I need to explain this. So these pieces here of paper here are, let's say you you keel over. And this isn't clutter. This is where I'd say, well, Amanda's fallen on the ground. So I'm going to go here and talk about this. So I'll immediately have somewhere to go. So I'm not completely lost. That's one. The coffee is the coffee. Yeah. The water flask is the water flask, obviously. Uh, everything has a roll here. That's grapes in a bag. That's an email. Just, okay, that should be over there. But otherwise, this is a clutter-free zone. This is a very, very tidy radio desk. I'll just pick you up on one element. Yeah. Sustainability. What's yeah. that cup? This, which, this <laughs> no, one? No, the cup. The no, coffee I, I, cup. My, my, my beaker that I fill with water every morning. I'm impressed. My flask. I'm impressed. My beaker. <laughs> I went back to school. I was seven again. But what, my, about, what, what is that? This is a fully compostable yeah. cup okay. that, that, that we put coffee in when we get them in from, from the canteen. Which That's why it says everything in this can go in the right bin. So that's what that is. So thank you for pointing it out, but we're done. I want to get back to that room in your house. So is it, is, what class of clutter is it? Is it your past? Is it archivey stuff? Or is it just junk presents? Well, what's in the room? 
Not the past, because I'm very much someone who looks towards the future. You know, the past is great, but it's done. So I'm always thinking Do you ahead. not have old school reports or photographs of your family or...? Do you know, I recently moved house, referred to my own home, and we moved in just before the pandemic, mm-hmm. OK? And at that stage, we actually brought everything from a previous home to our new home and said, when we get there, we'll just, you know, rem- uh, sort through. Yeah, and yeah. things we don't want, we'll give away. But I just got into such a state, I actually gave away everything. <laughs> Nothing. So when it came to Christmas that year, we had no Christmas decorations. It was brilliant. You gave everything away to charity, charity shops and people who might want that stuff. Okay. And is the rest of your house, without, I'm not trying to pry too much, but is it is it very clean lines? Is it it's Scandinavian? It's not Scandinavian. It's, 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 um, it's, it's very restrained. Um, it's, it's, it's very calm. Mm. Um, it's very when I, when, I, when I say clean you know the sharp edges clear edges a, a, you know I painted everything white but there's a huge amount of colour um, because I, 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 I collect art yeah. and for me I feel that adds the colour and also I collect furniture which to me furniture are themselves pieces of art Oh I agree with you uh, I always think also a, a log fire I mean this is it's like a dancing painting in a room I don't I, know if you probably hate that I idea. think I, I need to bring you in. I, I teach in TU Dublin School of Architecture yeah. in, in fourth year. And, and TU Dublin is actually leading the way in terms of, of uh, dealing with the climate crisis in yes. terms of education. So I need to bring you in and teach you a few things. No more log fires. No, no more log fires. I don't think I'm ready for a world with no log fires. Well, I recently designed a new built house and there was no fire. And the clients, they actually didn't want one. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'd always thought of it as the focal point in a room. But it's quite an interesting exercise to think about the room without a fire. But that is the way forward. I Yeah, I'm very unhappy about that because I know it should be the way forward. I do understand that morally. But I just think the fire brings something to my life that is soul fulfilling the smell the texture the, the the sight of it everything but do you know what it's doing to the environment and I'm 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 an, an asthmatic I've had asthma since I was a child mm-hmm. and actually I can't sit in a room with a fire because it's sapping all the oxygen right um, um, so every time I go to my parents house I have to say Get rid of, get rid of, it. turn Are that they, off to that. Do they have a, a, a real yeah, fire? Yeah, they live. They live in a, a beautiful old home. I was very lucky yeah. to grow up in in a, in, in a fabulous Victorian house, and oh, every nice. room, including my bedroom, I used to have a fire in my bedroom every evening during winter. Did I'd you sit really? there, I'd be studying. I'd be in bed. I had a yeah, Did a coal you, fire. Were you brought up in Downton Abbey? This is this is so old fashioned. I was brought up in Bray County Wicklow. <laughs> Same thing. Um, so, but can you not burn fire some sort of certain fuels in a, with a real in a real fire that are okay? You can, and do you know what? I'm going to get this technically incorrect. <laughs> so you don't have, there you, are sorts of sealed systems, and f- yes, that, that, you that can kind of But yeah. otherwise, you want. But to in terms of the open fireplace yeah. uh, of old times, you know, with coal burning or fossil fuels, that's what they're moving. That, away yeah, I understand, yeah. and that's what you're. Te- I mean, you, you've you've been saying before that when you're lecturing, uh, you find that the emphasis on what the students, uh, their approach to architecture and living, is so much different to how it was when you were a student. It is. Completely different. I actually don't lecture. I teach in the teach. Sorry, you, to, you know, when teaching I say, I in. Teach yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I teach because it is kind of different in school okay. of architecture. I teach in the the, the 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 design studio. So we set the students' projects to do, and then we guide them through the design process. So by the time they get to fourth year, it's it's brilliant because you, you know you're having architectural conversations with them. But now, in terms of of the way of teaching, is changing hugely because it's all about how do we build sustainably, mm. how do we design sustainably, what materials do we how use? do we import materials or not because you've got to think about the embodied carbon when I started my practice 
when I think about it now, I would, uh, if the clients, my clients were interested in a tile, I think nothing of ordering a tile from China. Mm. They were thinking about the air miles or is it a, a sustainable source? Is it a sustainable way of, of, of manufacturing? Um, so the way of teaching is, is, is changing hugely. Can I ask you a question? Now? Mm. I don't know if, it's, if this is one that you can answer, Amanda, but can everyone afford to be uh, a sustainable or econo- ecologically or environmentally sound or is it a little bit in the preserve of those who have a higher income? No, and that's interesting because because good design is clever design and good design is inherently sustainable. Yeah. So good design, it always revolved around making the most of the orientation in terms of grabbing the sunlight and, and the daylight. So in terms of, of that element, it hasn't changed. More it's come back to the type of materials we use and the type of way we, be, we build and, 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 and the building process. So yes, it is. It is, a it, it, it is. It is a doable thing. Um, when you were in school, I'm jumping around a bit, but I'm very curious to know when you were when you were a young girl in school, say in first year or second year, was it was it then that you thought design art? Because I find that you know when I meet kids in the toy show, you can see future designers and artists. They just have a, a way about them. I think anyway. Was that was that for you or uh, since? Uh, th- can hear, uh, when I can first remember people ask me what I wanted to do okay. and I think that was seven I've always been interested in design and that first manifests its way and I was obsessed with car design and I remember you know we'd, it would take, back then I think took between five or seven hours to get to Donegal where we went on holidays mm. and I just spent my time looking out the window and I learnt off every type of car designer and manufacturer and that's where I first became aware of design and then I remember my brother was very interested in music and he'd buy albums and the whole album covers I was fascinated Yeah, beautiful, with. yeah, yeah vinyl and then, album covers yeah, And then as I, I grew up I kept asking my parents to drive up and down certain streets so it was something that um, I always wanted to do and I remember the leaving cert the, the, the deadline for the CAO I had one thing on my on my CEO form, architecture UCD, and I remember my dad coming into my bedroom at midnight, absolutely freaking, really? going, "You've got to fill something else in." I said, "There's nothing else I want to do." And I had to think the naivety, but uh, so it was just it was that from from right from day one. My colleagues upstairs, the 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 women among the team, uh, were saying that they were wondering about this, and I'm, I'm kind of kind of echoing their their point and question, which was, were, were you in an all girls school? They thought you were in an all girls school. And they were wondering, did you have the uh, it, the academic faculties to equip you for such a career? Because they were saying that maybe guys had tech drawing and different things that might have been, you know, out of the hands of, of an all-girl school in that case. Or- I went to, yeah, I went to a fabulous school. I went to Holy Child in Kalani and it it was a making of me because it was a very small school and I, I'm very lucky, very blessed to have had, had that upbringing. And in terms of architecture... You know, you, you don't need tech drawing. I would say that, um, and you don't actually need to be able to draw because it's not how you draw, it's what you draw. So you need to have an interest. Okay. Uh, mathematics is certainly useful in terms of everyday working. Um, You've got a good head for numbers, yeah. A good, you you yeah. do. I mean, it's, it's, it's in everything do. that you do in, um, in terms of scale, proportion, design. But just to be open-minded, to be interested, to be forward-thinking, to be interested in everything from history, geography, history of art. So I wouldn't... Um, 
uh, I, I don't know about boys' schools versus girls' yeah. schools, but things like technical drawing, I'm sure it's, it's useful when you start, but it's, it's not. Okay, so don't let it be prohibitive to you yeah. if, you're, if yeah. you have that dream. Dream yeah. on and, yeah. and pursue it if you can. Um, did you, uh, when you talk about art, you said you like collecting art. Uh, yeah. Do you prefer Irish art or international art? What sort of things do you do you, I, do you care? I do. No, I do. Well, I, art in a way like music or, or or books, it has to really move me emotionally. So I like a, a kind of abstract, very aggressive art, I think, in a way that would upset me. I remember as, as a child being brought to the, the uh, Hugh Lane Gallery and seeing Brian Maguire's Liffey Suicides. Mm-hmm. And that was the first I heard about suicides. And I remember reading into it. But I remember standing there and just being completely overcome with emotion for not really understanding why. Really? And then my dad brought me to Rosk. Do you remember that? Yes. And, and that just, again, opened my eyes to, to art that, that I had never come across. And in fact, years later, when I was working and I walked into the Curling Gallery and there was a, a self-portrait by Brian Maguire. And I remember walking there and that would be 10 years after I first saw his work, The Liffey Suicides. And I just stood there and the same emotions came over me. Yeah. So... I, I, you know, I, I like all type of art, um, uh, uh, but it really it has to move me, as I said, like 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 listening to a song. Yes. Um, um, so, but as I grow older, in fact, I'm I'm becoming uh, more interested in in maybe softer work or or different type of work. But but it doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, famous or not famous. It's just if I look at it and, and it's moving. So if you see if you like it or liked a piece of art that that moved you to um, upset you. As you said, yeah. aggressive art. Would would you buy a piece of that and put it on a wall at home, or probably every piece in the house does that too? Yeah. Okay, so my question to you is, and, and maybe I, I'm I'm emotionally lacking in intelligence and and in, in some ways, but that's why, which I'm happy to to to, to say in, in in advance of the question, which is this: if I had pictures on the walls around my house that I find violent and aggressive. I don't know if I'd be happy walking around my house. I'd find, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, Jesus, like, that's heavy, that's heavy, that's heavy, that's heavy. And maybe it's, I'm too superficial or something, but I would, I'd, I'd need something more, uh, easier to look at any given day just for my soul, for my mood, my heart. Yeah, I suppose when I walk around like this morning, because I was really nervous coming <laughs> on here at a cup of coffee, it makes me forget myself. I look at a piece yeah. and it takes me to somewhere else and I think about something else. And and when I look at something like that, I think different things depending on how I feel. But I love the way it's like going to a cinema. And it's what I really missed in the pandemic. I love nothing better than going to the lighthouse on a Saturday and watching two or three movies in a row, because that's how I forget about myself. And what are you trying to forget? You know, just the everyday, you know, stresses of working and, you know, paying your mortgage and, you know, all those bits and pieces and the horrendous um, war that's going on. You know, every, everyday life. I like yeah. things just to grab me and, and lift me out of it. So are you know. very emotional fish, if you'll excuse the expression. Extremely but, emotional. Yeah, I'm a very like, sensitive person and people think, you know. <laughs> no, but it sounds like, yeah. you're, I mean, that we can joke about home yeah, with you in a second, yeah. but but uh, which is fine because we, we, and we will. But it sounds to me that you're, you're, you're moved by mood and atmosphere and visuals and feelings. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and it's the same when I go into a building. I hadn't, again, because of the pandemic, I hadn't done a huge amount of travelling, but I went down to Visual in Carlo on, on, on Saturday yeah. to look at an exhibition called Icy Earth by a tremendous Irish architect, Tom, Tom de Puer, mm-hmm. of an enormous admiration for and the exhibition, it's on till the 22nd of May. I'd urge anyone to jump in the car and go down and have a look. Okay. Um, but the fact that I was in a building that had such height and such beautiful materials, and I just sat in the reception area 
And I said, this is amazing because I hadn't experienced something like that in so long because I've been, you know, been, I've been at home. Yes. But it's, it's so anything like that, I, I just, I just, again, I, I find moving. You can appreciate, I was appreciating the beauty in the way they had board marked the concrete. <laughs> you really are. Okay, you're, you're taking it all on board. I understand yeah. that. Um, uh, regarding the question, does, I, does Amanda prefer Irish art or international art? Of course, not everyone would appreciate the nuance in that question, but it was more just it's, Irish art has a very distinctive feel to it, a very as international, I think that'd be fair, fair comment. Absolutely, and I love, I love supporting Irish artists yeah, as well. That's, and that's part as of I it. hope people will support Irish architects. I'm yeah. sure, and I'm yeah. sure they will. Yeah. Okay, quickly on home of the year. Even though I was going to talk more about it, but because I, f- I found the, the the direction of our conversation went somewhere else in in, in a more interesting way, I think um, the home of the year persona that you deliver is definitely not the one that uh, we're experiencing this morning. So is that the, a production company decision or is that you putting on a, a, a mask? How do we... No, because the other thing is different... I am great crack and I love having a laugh <laughs> and I love taking the mickey out of people and if you get me in a group of people there yeah. is nothing okay, better okay. and I will laugh and laugh and laugh and no, that that is honestly that's completely me um, but just being around Hugh and Susie or Hugh and Sarah and, and the whole crew it's it's I can't explain it it's just it's just so much yeah. fun you, you know, seem to be enjoying it more even this year I could see it there, there was a sense of devilment in the air and you were having none of Hugh's uh, tens that he was handing out like, like he's doing confetti. that on purpose I, uh, he sees that I like something and goes I'm gonna give that yeah, yeah, <laughs> just so to irritate he's me he's just needling it but it's light hearted it's great fun and you need that and, and oh now oh, more than ever you it's, know? it's great escapism as you, as you do yeah. oh, sorry one thing you mentioned really, that you go to the lighthouse you might watch two or three films in a row that's yeah. weird. That could be up to oh. six hours of your life. Wes Anderson is my favourite. Excellent. Love that. Did you see The French Dispatch? I did. Wasn't I've seen beautiful? it three times. No, really? Well, it's such a joy. See, I can see why you'd love Wes Anderson because it's so... It's, it's, it's but you can't watch the... You, you don't... You miss it so much when you watch it the first time and then you watch it the second yeah. time all the things. Look at that in the top left-hand corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. see and that. the detail Look at what on, she's wearing. on notes and oh. cufflinks and have you got Have you got his book? No. With, with, with stills from, from the films? No. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And they're all wonderful films. Oh. They're all fascinating. As you say, they're, they're works of art, actually, in some respect. They're not for everybody, but they're super. What about stoves? Are they in or out? Somebody wants to know. Stoves, are they in or out? Um, uh, uh, stoves, if you like them. <laughs> I don't care. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that that's, that's OK. Uh, Ryan, I agree. A fire is a living presence in a room. It's beautiful. Well said, Anne. Um, but we're, I think we're probably behind the times. Yeah. Ask the architect, what would uh, this Amanda Bone we're talking to, what they would do if the electricity went due to the snow and you have no heating and no fireplace. What would I do? Yeah, I suppose the point is, if you get rid of the fireplace, what happens yeah. when the when there's uh, if an electricity uh, goes? It's, a it's, camping it's, stove. A camping stove is your answer. Amanda seems like a lovely person. Don't you believe it at all in rooms having character? And life without a fire is depressing beyond belief. Fire has been an elemental part of life since time began. The, you see, the fire, the fire starters among us are, are, just, are gathering. <laughs> are I can't gather. answer any of these. No, no, but, she, uh, but look, let's, let's, why, why don't we just say thank you for the compliment and we'll move on. Uh, I've recently refurbished uh, an old house and sealed up all four fireplaces, says Dee in Cork, knowing that sometime soon we will not be able to burn fires. It's a wrench, but I had to make that conscious decision as an individual contributing to environmental change. You're nodding and nodding mm-hmm. and nodding like here, here. Okay, and that, But there will be benefits. We'll have a... We'll still have a beautiful planet to live on. Which is not... <laughs> we're just saying a lot. Uh, very much enjoying the interview with uh, Amanda. For anyone who has studied the Enneagram, 
Um, they, they will recognise that Amanda is a number one in the Enneagram. It's a very old study of personality types. You're a number one Enneagram person. Well, can I look that up? I don't know what I'm it is. Fascinated. It's, it's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. It's not a word I'm familiar no, with, but there you are. My clutter room, says another, is called the room of requirement two, the term from Harry Potter. So it's... Um, Things obviously in there that you may or may not need, but they're there just in case. I have cluttered drawers rather than a cluttered room. I you can't deal them? with yeah, cluttered I know, drawers. I know, I know, I know. I, I need know. to know what's in every single drawer. The I lie down a bed. I need to know what's in the back of that drawer in the kitchen. I'll, or I'll get up like I did last night. And? And I'll, I'll have to sort it out. I went to bed well, early because I had to get up early to be. Yeah, I only appreciate that. But I still that. got out of bed to, and got rid of that extra drawer. earphones that were in the wrong drawer. Is that what it was? Yeah. You're, this is there's a whole psychology here. We could do a, a six part series on this. Um, the Enneagram is a system of personality typing that uh, describes patterns in how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. The Enneagram describes nine personality types and maps each of these types on a nine point diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to each other. So it goes from the challenger, the enthusiast, loyalist, investigator, individualist, the achiever, the helper and the reformer. Number one being the reformer. Apparently you're the personality type that says reformer. I don't know what you're reforming exactly, but you seem to be reforming something. I'm going to look that up soon I think as I you are. Here. I'm going to get into trouble. Why? I have to talk about the Simon. Oh, yeah, oh shit, I forgot. Okay. Keep an eye on Oh, yes. So, can Thank I talk you. Well done. This? Yes, yes. I could imagine. Jeez. I'm so, I'm here principally. Are you reading this? Talk. I am reading this. <laughs> and I spent my Saturday morning <laughs> typing this. this. Yes. Oh, that's okay. so fun. Okay, read away there, yeah. Because I, I have I, a sip of water from my environmentally sound flask. Thank you. On a messy desk. <clears throat> Clean. Okay, so the RIAI, which is a registered body for architects in Ireland, and they promote the value that architects brings, uh, c- collaborate with Simon Open Door. Yes. Okay, now this has been going, this is the 18th year, and I've done it every single year. From start. It's a fantastic initiative. Okay. So what we want is we want any architect who's listening to this to go online to RIAI, SimonOpendoor.e and register, because actually we need more architects. And then any members of the public, you don't need to be a homeowner, but who would like to have a consultation with an architect. So the way it works is you give a donation of 95 euros every cent goes to Simon. Wonderful. And in return, you get a one hour consultation with an architect. Some architects are doing them online. Some of them are doing in in, in their practice. Mm-hmm. But every architect is giving their time for free. It's invaluable. I, I mean, I've done it, as I said, since it started. And I'll tell you, last year, I spoke to a lady for 45 minutes about white. She had 19 different colours of white. 19 shades she, of white? Is that you said colours of white? Is it shades I, yeah, of white? Yeah, you're probably... No, no, I'm not trying to be a catchphrase. No, I think you're right because it's not a colour, it's a shade. I don't, that many she shades? knew more about white than I did. It was fascinating. And then three weeks later... Did you later, have her removed? We, no, we had a fantastic... <laughs> Get her out. Three weeks later, she came back to me, showed me photographs. Oh, it looked beautiful. Um, but it's, it's, as I said, so what happens in the consultation? Everything from, from wanting to talk about your kitchen counter to renovating your house to building a new, be, new built house. So it's, it's a one chance. And the thing what I love about it is that it's not a business meeting. So I'm more relaxed and yes. generally the people are more relaxed because they're giving. And you know yourself, if you're giving something, if you're helping somebody, y- you have a really positive outlook. Everyone's winning. We had great crack last year. Or IAI.ie. Amanda Bonas, been an absolute pleasure to see you this morning. And thank you for being with us. And let's do it again another time soon. I would soon. love to just Same keep here. chatting to you. Yeah, I know. We're going on another hour or so. But I've got a few ad breaks to take. I've got to say goodbye. So we'll do it again soon. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much.